You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel very, very good about my Marvel prediction. What? what, what? Brie Larson. Yeah. Yes. Captain Marvel? Yes. Saving the world? Yes. Me too. Why are you saying it like it's obvious? Because she's the strongest superhero. That's not why. You gotta think that a level is, deeper. That is you gotta think a level deeper. Okay. It's because the men can't can't win. The men can't save the world. It's not it's not how it goes. Okay. I'm not down with that. We'll, we'll talk we'll discuss more later. Okay. Maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. Uh, I am very pro-woman today, so if you don't like girls, bye bye Yes. Um, I watched Beyonce last night, uh, Homecoming, so you can't tell me nothing. Mm, amen. Um, Phenomenal woman. Yes. 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 I'm doing all the woman things today. Yeah, amen. Uh, I actually performed uh, Phenomenal Woman, the poem, uh, by Maya Angelou, uh, at the uh, Black and Gold, I believe it is, um, Alpha Pi Alpha uh, fraternity pageant in college. Fun fact about Joy Taylor. Yes. I think so. Like, I would th- okay, since for you to do since we're discussing a Maya uh, Angelou poem, Black at Greek a, Life. Yes, at a at a at, a at its highest gr- level. Did, did, how'd that go over? Uh, it, it went well. I mean, I don't have a performance talent. Like who else? What did someone else perform? being annoying in front of a microphone. Right. So I figured I'd do a poem. Because uh, most people are singing or dancing, and I don't do those things. I mean, I do them, but not well enough to you know. I, but I want to know the spectrum, because you did Phenomenal Woman by Maya Angelou, and someone else did what? Like Sierra Goodies, like I was saying, like what is like a sophisticated pageant? It was a pageant, respectable pageant. Okay, so I didn't know if you were on brand, off brand. I just want to know. Um, what do you mean? I I have all spectrum of things. Yeah, of course. Both ratchet and sophisticated. Okay, that's all. That's the only way to be. Yes. Uh, but no, it was very sophisticated. Okay. I have, I have. Well, congrats then. Thank you. (laughs) Um. Anyway, that kind of took a derailing. But there's a lot of Greek life stuff to discuss later. Anyway. Yes. 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 Um. So. NFL draft this week. We're going to have D'Angelo Hall on to discuss that. Yes. Kyler Murray's basically the only story of the draft, mm-hmm. although the Raiders have promised a big surprise. I, uh, Whatever John that means. Gruden, I don't Mike know. Mayock. You know what? It's I love it because I'm here for content. So they're not going to do any winning, um, but they are going to provide us with excellent content, which I appreciate. Yeah. You know, be grateful. It's all about gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about Russell Westbrook because it obviously is the NBA playoffs and things are not going so well for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Odell is getting into it with the Giants still. The Lakers. Um, we'll talk about Avengers. Yes. I'm very anti-fat shaming. Uh, Steve Kerr has a problem with Westbrook talking the way he talks to the media, which I have lots of thoughts on. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this was not my choice, but I was forced into this. And very reluctantly, we are going to discuss um, Russell Wilson and Sierra. But Ooh. I wanted on the record that it was not my choice. We have a collaborative effort around here. And yes. sometimes I concede to what the room mm-hmm. says. And some, the room some. recommended that we talk about it. I vehemently disagree, but I will do it. Because when Russell, uh, I believe that we are a team. No, but when Russell Wilson gets his hair braided, you talk about it. And I don't when he talk videotapes it. it and then narrates it, but you there's talk no I in team and there's no I in joy. Amen. 
There is nine win, though, so don't forget that. Um, but let's okay. get started with D'Angelo Hall. All right, thank you, D'Angelo Hall, for joining us. Hey. You've been on the hang with me. Yes. Um, and Brandon was was in the room. Yeah, fish right, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, during yeah. the hang. But you've never Super been on the fishy. podcast, so we thank you for joining us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it's the NFL Draft Week, and the, the main story... Really, kind of the only story. This is a meat and potatoes draft. Hell yeah, it is good. Good. I like it. It's in the trenches. Yeah, is this draft? It's not the flashy quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. It's all about the big guys for the most part, except for Kyler Murray, who is coincidentally not a big guy. Uh, I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. I don't. So I, tell me why you aren't sold on Kyler. Murray. Okay, here's why. Okay, that's a good start. The main reason I'm not sold on Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. actually, there's two reasons. One. Well, let me ask you one more question, real quick. Were you sold on Baker? Mm. Yes. Last year, you were sold on Baker. Yes. All right, now go ahead. Okay, Great I was sold on Baker, up. and and one of the reasons, the second reason, is the reason why I was sold on Baker, and I'm not sold on Kyler. So I'll start with the first reason. Where's everybody else at? Don't the Cardinals the only team to talk about Kyler Murray? Like, where's there? There's not. I that mean, is, that's fair. Well, you know what though? What 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 is going to continue to happen? Is teams are drafting their quarterbacks. So even now mm. in the top five picks, you got Arizona, who really already drafted a quarterback last year, right? right. Two, you got who? Oakland? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oakland. I, have a list here, I yeah. think Oakland had. The, uh, no, I'm the sorry. The Niners are the second pick. I'm sorry, the, the 49ers. Jets and the Raiders. I'm yeah. 49ers had, they have their quarterback, right? Jimmy G. Uh, Jets have their quarterback. Yeah, most of the teams in the top ten have their quarterbacks. Yeah, and so eventually it's going it's going to come a point where teams are going to have their quarterbacks. And if another guy's a better option, do you take it? Knowing at some point you got to pay the guy you already have right. more money, right. more money. Right. That's why hearing these Raider reports, I can see it happening. Like if the Cardinals say, "Hey, we don't we don't want to trade Josh Rosen. We like him. We're not getting enough value for him." Cool. If Kyler drops, I can totally see John Gruden saying, look, let's take Kyler. Obviously, he's a different kind of quarterback. John kind of feels like he has his you know, finger on the pulse of what it takes to be a successful quarterback in this league right. with his right. you know, right. quarterback ESPN guru does. camps right. and all yeah. those things, which I ain't sold on yet. Right. But <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I've yet to see him develop a quarterback. But right. if he does that, you can now clear the books. If they were able to do that last year, maybe they keep Khalil Mack. Because yeah. they can afford them. Because they're like, to me, that's the formula. If I can draft a quarterback yeah. and have every other piece around him good enough, right? Then that saves me the money. Because once you start paying guys twenty five to thirty five million dollars a year, yeah, I mean that's Russell Will. Like no, that's the problem they right. have now in Seattle. That's yeah. the problem oh, yeah. they're they they had in Green Bay. That's mm-hmm. the problem Minnesota's gonna run into when they gotta start paying some of those other guys yeah. because they paid Kirk Cousins so much money. Like, I love Kirk Cousins. I love his game. But yeah. the reason it wasn't going to work in Washington because we weren't good enough to pay you $30 million and mm. still put guys around you. Like, if Kirk would have came in and took $20 million right. and took a hometown discount, mm-hmm. then we could have probably tried to make some work. But Kirk mm-hmm. had felt really disrespected at that point, and I understand. Anytime you make a dude play under two franchise tags in a row, mm-hmm. after the first year, you like, prove it. And I prove it, and then you telling me to prove it again? Oh yeah, I'm 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 done. It's I'm done like with y'all. a true defensive team guy <laughs> who knows that when a when a quarterback walks up there all gully and signs a contract with all that money, they're the only person eating because because well, if you win, everyone eats. You, once you get to a point, 
you have to pay the quarterback. Like, you have to yeah, have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, so it's not on the quarterbacks. If you, someone puts that contract in front of you, you're going to sign that before they take it I out of the room. Right. Okay, But right. I agree you're with right. you. Most right. teams are now yeah. starting to do the L.A. Rams style where you don't have to pay Jared Goff so you can oh, pay oh, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, or Kansas young. City Chiefs. You don't have to pay Patrick Mahomes. You can pay everybody else. Because or nobody's going to have a wife making $50 million like Tom Brady to where you can take that discount and right. feel And I appreciate just you good. saying that because it really bothers me when people say that doesn't matter. It does matter. Yes. yes. Yeah, it, absolutely it does matters. matter. It's yes. not. It's nothing. It's no disrespect. Okay. It's cool. All right. Yes. <laughs> Women can make the money too. <laughs> yeah, right, all yeah, right. Yeah. It's no disrespect to Tom Brady that he don't that she makes money. All right. But she does make money, yeah. and they are married, and I'm pretty sure they have some shared bank accounts at yeah. some point. I don't, I, they, I don't know how they. I don't know how they just. I don't know how they do their money. I might still be playing too for league right. minimum. But I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean? They divvy it up somehow, where they live in okay, and everybody doesn't have that option. All right. So that is a thing because everyone's like, oh, don't talk about his wife's money. No, we are going to talk about that. Well, why don't you like Collar? Why don't you like Collar? I was like, ooh, yeah. I agree with everything you said. But my second reason, and the real reason why I'm skeptical of him, is not how big he is, because I don't even understand when people say that. Like, was he, did, was he, did he shrink before? Because right, he's right. always been this size. So right, I don't know right. why this has become a thing. Mm-hmm. He's always been small. When did that change? Wasn't planning on growing. My thing is, he doesn't have that much experience starting in college. Baker had four years starting. Yeah. He, so he came into the league with way more experience. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. Now, if I can play devil's advocate, can I say, hey, Joy, Kyler did all of this, which surpassed Baker's numbers <clears throat> with one year of actually playing. And to a lot of football coaches and football evaluators, they look at that as a positive, like, he Baker had four years to to put those numbers up that right. won him a Heisman Trophy. Kyler did it in basically, you know, because of learning. He learned all of that in one year, essentially. And his numbers were better than Baker's, who has that experience. So I feel like I can coach this dude up to learn a little bit more than a guy who's already ha- has has played four years of college football. Right. But my question would be Baker and Kyler Murray are two different quarterbacks. Baker is known for being able to sit in the pocket, be incredibly accurate. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily someone you think of the running around. Kyler Murray is somebody that runs around, which we know is is cute. Like that can work for a season <laughs> or two, mm-hmm. but eventually you gotta sit your ass in the pocket <laughs> yeah, behind the big do. boys and dish it out. That's just facts. Yeah, like you, you have to be able Three, to five, do both. Drops. Being you able do. to run is a bonus, but like Russ, like comparing him to Russell Wilson, like stop. Russell Wilson is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like relax. Stop comparing him to him. Russell Wilson can do both. Mm-hmm. He, like, he gets credit for being able to run and mm-hmm. improvise, but he also can sit in the pocket. So that's what I would say. Can he do that? See, yeah. Like you said, I haven't seen a big enough sample size to put all my chips in one basket and say, he can do it. Now, he's shown me certain parts of his game that has me like, yeah, he can do it. Because I've seen him sit in that pocket, like pressure coming down on him playing Alabama, and he's just sitting in the pocket waiting on his read. And I'm like, wow, he's mm-hmm. really patient in the pocket. Then I've seen certain times where it's nobody even pressuring him and he's getting out the pocket trying to make a play. Right. You know, and so that does bother me. But, like, you can you can, you can can coach that. You can teach that. To me, you can't teach this dude's ability to win on every level he's played on. Mm-hmm. And I know Freddie Kitchens always said the reason they wanted to draft Baker is when he walked in a room like, guys – 
gravitated towards him. He was a, a natural leader. Right. And that to me is a question mark about Kyler. Yes. Is I don't know enough about that. Yes. Because Kyler's background and Baker's background are totally different. Mm -hmm. Like I love the Baker background of being the underdog, the walk on, right. the battle back, the scrappy guy, mm -hmm. the chip on your shoulder. Like Kyler is like my kids, you know, they're spoiled kids. Their dad was this guy and da 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 da, da and the hype of that, and I'm going to be all in my kids' business, too. Mm -hmm. And so that scares me. And, you know, it scares me with my kids. And so, you know, yeah. I, I, I can totally see why someone wouldn't be in on him. But I just think he's such a talent. And at that quarterback position, it's, such, it's, it's so hard to find a guy – that can change the game, like he potentially can change the game. Yeah, but drafting on talent at the quarterback position gets a lot of teams in trouble. You've right. seen that. My main reservations for him come from systems. And mm -hmm. you talk about how good Oklahoma's mm -hmm. been over the years. Yeah. That's somebody who walked into a system that was already rolling yeah. with Baker Mayfield. And when it comes to NFL teams starting anew, like the Cardinals need to, you need a guy like Baker Mayfield who's going to gravitate and pull, be a glue within the team mm -hmm. to help getting things started and getting going. Because what is Kyler Murray going to do walking into a program that was the worst team in, in the NFL last year when I don't even know what he would look like getting on the worst team in college football last year? <laughs> and, and and that's my problem, too. Like, I, I think he deserves to go one. I just don't necessarily see the fit being Arizona. I mean, mm -hmm. the fit's Arizona because Coach Kingsbury raved about him in high school and, and wanted to recruit coach. him and right. wanted him. And this, the offenses are very similar. But when you think about – the Cardinals team and them already having a quarterback that they moved up to draft last year, them having so many other holes around mm -hmm. that team and, you know, on that team that they need to fill. And especially not having got the value of what they thought they were probably going to get for Josh Rosen when they were initially having those right, talks. Right. I think it's crazy to just say, hey, Josh Rosen, peace out. Let's give him away, you know, because we're going to draft this kid. And yeah. I think you drafted Josh Rosen for a reason. Let's see if he can play. If not, in three or four years, like I said, it doesn't help Coach Kingsbury at that particular point because if he feels like Kyler can operate his offense better, that's the coach you picked. You got to give him a chance to bring in the kind of guys he needs to help win. Right. But if I'm a GM there, I'm like, Cliff, you figure it out. You figure it out with Rosen, and we're going to draft Bosa. I want the best player, yes. a home run hit. And a pass, uh, I mean, just a guy who I know consistently can go out and make plays. It's not going to be hard for Bosa to make a Pro Bowl. Right. 12 to 15 sacks. Mm -hmm. The pedigree's there. He's been learning from his brother. His brother showed you he can do it. Pedigree. Yeah. And so, to me, it, it, it's going to be a lot harder for the quarterback. Um, but if I'm, if I'm the Cardinals, like I said, yeah. I'm not drafting him. But I do think the kid deserves to be number one. He is, I think, the best player in college football, without a doubt. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you. I've been saying that this entire time. I don't think that Josh Rosen, it's kind of like the Jared Goff situation. Like, everyone said Jared yeah. Goff was a bust. Right. And, and Jeff Yeah, and then it turns out and, Jeff Fisher's just Jeff Fisher. And right. when, when Sean McVay took that job, I asked Sean, like, bro, are you sure this is what you want to do? This dude looks horrible and Sean's like no nah, I'm telling you D.R. I, I think I can get him I think I can get him right and I'm like bro are you I'm telling you he looks god awful like he just like I, I can I can we can, you can coach up a lot of things you can't mm -hmm. coach up 
he's he looked scared. Right. Like, oh, like yeah. Jared Goff looked yeah. scared. He yeah. looked like too big. there was no way he could yeah. play football. And now you watch him two years later, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow. Yeah. And, and that's so, and that's coaching and and, if and King, a system if and a culture. Is the guy, you would hope that no matter who you gave him, he would be able to make it work. That's a good Sean McVay impersonation, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I agree with you because I, I think that Josh Rosen didn't have a chance last year. Yeah, he did. And speaking of Josh Rosen, because there was a report that they may actually keep both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, I, here's the thing. Cardinals can do whatever they want to do, all right? It's not going to affect my life. But it, the, the idea that you would think it's a good idea to go into a training camp with a second-year quarterback and a rookie quarterback, what 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 kind of formula is that for success? Like, if you yeah. have more than one quarterback, you have no quarterback. Yeah. Now, if you had yeah. a veteran quarterback who you were you were keeping there to try and teach the young guy how to be a vet, how to navigate the league, yeah. how to how to just be a professional football player, that's one thing. Like the Giants, okay? Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen would be a good fit in the, with the Giants situation. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good fit with Kyler Murray. Have you been in a situation like that where there's been multiple quarterbacks? Well, well you know, in, in Washington one year, um, I'm trying to think who the guy was. The guy might have been, and I say the guy just meaning the veteran. The veteran might have been, I don't know, Rex Grossman. So not right. a mm. not not a you know starting caliber right. backup. Right. But we had an older backup. And then we, you know, we traded a bunch of picks, got RG3. Right. And then later in that draft, we drafted Kirk Cousins as a fourth Ooh. rounder. Now, that's totally different. A number two or three pick was RG, and Kirk was a fourth rounder. Yeah. That's a lot different than the number 10 pick being in your room right. and the number and one the number overall one. pick. Right. I think they kind of knew what the hierarchy was in that room. It was RG's room. Kirk was going to be groomed as the backup. But then at some point, Ty turned a little mm-hmm. bit, and Kirk started saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I might be better than this guy. I was about to say, right? I, knew I that, might I knew be better. The dynamic well, of that well, well, RG went already. on as a rookie to win Rookie of the Year, take right. us to the playoffs, you know, all those good things, and then suffered an ACL injury, kind of came back a little too early, missed a couple games, and Kirk was able to step in mm-hmm. in the absence of RG missing those games. And Kirk showed, wow, you, you know, like this dude can play. He's yeah. a little turnover prone, but he can play. Right. And so just the animosity to guys who were drafted in the same draft class – um, fighting for the same position, like that's a tough dynamic to work out in a room on a team. And you're gonna have and you're gonna have certain guys who gonna like Kyler just because they like Kyler, like mm-hmm. what he did in college. And then there's gonna be certain guys who are gonna be Josh Rosen guys. Mm-hmm. And that's it's no quicker way to divide that locker room than Ooh. to bring Kyler Murray in there and and also keep Josh Rosen. Yeah. And not only the draft value you have right now with that number one pick. Like, if you even have any inclination that Josh Rosen can play football, which we're starting to hear now that Kip, uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury yeah. is saying, wow, Josh Rosen's kind of impressing me. He's yeah, impressing yeah, yeah. me. If that's the case, you got to coach him up. That's why you're getting paid. Coach him up and get other players around you because you're absolutely right, Joy. If you don't have players, that's why everybody want to bring Coach Saban to the NFL. I mean, you can bring Coach Saban to the NFL if you want to. He was already here. He didn't do very well. <laughs> when you have the best players <laughs> in the world or in, in America, mm-hmm. all five stars, yeah. hell, I could coach Alabama. Yeah. And I don't and, and guys, I don't need ten million a year either to do it. <laughs> just just throwing it out there, Tuscaloosa. Right, right. I can coach Alabama with all them five stars, man. Yeah. Now they do that dual quarterback room complicates things a lot. Like I had buddies that played for the 49ers when 
Alex Smith and okay. Colin Kaepernick yeah. were really going, and I, they were going to the playoffs. Like I called him up, like, hey, who y'all want? He's like, I don't care. Like I don't care. Yeah. Like whoever's yeah. gonna win the most games. Mm-hmm. But in that, you when things aren't going as well, the defensive side of the ball is like, all right, man, so they're gonna put the they're gonna put old boy in. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna they're gonna let yeah. they're gonna let him spin because yeah, so I can't keep going first, out there. We definitely the first one. Yes, yeah. No, yeah. it's a disaster. Yeah, it's just it poison and it just leaks in because the ideas and you start because there is that 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 spark that Baker gave that yeah. Thursday night football game. Yeah. That's real for well, football team. Everybody starts playing Absolutely. better because it's like, oh sh- okay, we in this thing. And I'm a Tyrod guy. Tyrod oh, grew up in my too. area. Me too. I know him. I love him. That's like my little brother. But when Baker got on that field, it was different. Everybody played different. Mm-hmm. They all elevated their game, and that's what you got to have. You got to have a guy who can make everybody else bring their game to another level. And, I, you know, I've heard some question marks about Kyler as far as that aspect mm-hmm. of him, and that's very concerning because – as to have a quarterback and a undersized quarterback, you got to be a great leader, right? And that's what Russell Wilson has. You said he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer because he is a great leader mm. and winner. He knows how to win. He knows how to communicate with his teammates. You, see, you can't undervalue that. I did see that. Okay, you saw you know, what, what he sound like. Did that it sound up? like Russell Wilson? I didn't did it sound hear, like a clone? I didn't hear the volume okay. though, because I was just watching. But right. somebody said he's over there changing his voice. Sound like I didn't Trick Daddy. Sound it like sounds Trick like he's talking here. through one of the ransom like apps on the <laughs> Bring the money over here. So what did he say though? It was. I mean, it was. Just please don't play it. It just makes me so I don't want to hear that. Maybe you put it too tight. What is he saying? I don't know. Matter of fact, I, I, have, I, I, I saw how, the video. This is how, this, how, this is how he spoke. You're going to regret it. You're going to really play it? I know. I'm going to play uh, it again. Oh, yeah, that's that video. He was like, he was like, I got ready. Easter Sunday. CC, CC Beauty Salon. You know what I'm saying? Easter Sunday. Russ always been a little different, though, man. Sierra almost gave him a little more street cred, No, he needs to stick to one different. He too many different cred, Almost. <laughs> His whole thing has changed up. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk. I just can't. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it really does. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Baker, though, what? So everyone's freaking out about the Browns. Um, I said Baker should start from the beginning of the season. I like Tyrod too. I don't know why Buffalo got rid of him. Um, True that. But I, I thought Baker should have been starting from the beginning of the season. Obviously, they've added Odell. Mm-hmm. They have uh, Jarvis Landry. Like they've got a whole, a whole bunch of talent. All the things we're talking about: Arizona needing a bunch of talent, a bunch of guys. Yeah. They have now, yeah. and they have expectations for the first time in like a thousand years. And a new coach, like Arizona. And a new coach who has <clears throat> no experience. Mm-hmm. What are you actually expecting from the Browns this year? Because I feel like with all this going on, I mean, I, they, f- I really kind of feel like they got to make the playoffs, or it's a disappointment. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they have to make the playoffs is a disappointment because this was a franchise who, until last year, hadn't won a game in, what, two years? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, a long time. Mm-hmm. And so my expectations for them, just because I think they're a really good football team, it's to probably win the division. And I think it's my expectation for the simple fact that Baltimore, you know, I'm not. I'm still not sold on how they can progress Lamar Jackson as team. a passer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rebuild, and I just don't know if the gimmicky style of play can continue to win them football games. It did win them football games last year, which kudos for that. That's but I just don't then. know moving forward. Yeah. You, you think about Pittsburgh and the, uh, uh, 
all the weapons they lost. Mm. I say all, really, Le'Veon and A.B., which is a lot of offense, a lot mm-hmm. of production. And now you got Juju having to learn what it feels like to get double and to be the lone guy on that offense mm. um, that guys are really honing in on and not being robbed and making plays. Right. And so how is that dynamic going to work? And so, you know, I'm kind of – I'm not writing Pittsburgh off and Didn't Baltimore Cincinnati. and Cincinnati. <laughs> I know Cincinnati is bad. I got you, I got you, yeah. I, Thank I'm with goodness. you, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah Zach yeah. Taylor has – oh, my goodness. That yeah. Not every – not every job is a great job. <laughs> you know, I understand as a, as a quarterback coach, you want your opportunity to be a head coach. Mm-hmm. But, damn, that was the quickest way to be four and, four and done, right? He going to get four <laughs> years, maybe three, yeah. and his ass I is mean, out of maybe. there. Oh, might the Bengals suck with Marvin Lewis for like 30 a, years. I'm sorry I brought him up. I really they, am. They I just want to mention they that they're, they're all the new Browns of that division. Oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. They're awful. But yeah. I think Cleveland, just by virtue of that division, kind of going through some changes. Right. Now, if Pittsburgh still intact even if Baltimore still kind of is, is grooming Lamar Jackson and Flacco is still there and, and Suggs is still there and some of those guys I think it's a different dynamic but because of all the losses that other teams have kind of taken I, yeah. I think it is I think it is the Browns I think it's their division to lose and it's funny to say that because they ain't been nowhere close to nowhere being near. in the conversation yeah. of winning a division mm-hmm. and so but I, I you know I think you'll see mild-mannered Calm, Odell, and and by virtue of just, I, I said this today on some of the shows, like I was considered a cold, knucklehead, cocky, arrogant. I mean, I would cuss out my coach just as quick as a player that I was going against. And so I understand a little bit of the Odell just just the craziness that involves right. frustrations him. and stuff. Yeah, that involves him as a player on the field and being being his teammate or his coach. Right. And so I'm a little bit more sympathetic to that. But I also know what it's like to have a guy on your team that you feel like no matter what has your back or understands where you're coming from. And I think Odell for the first time has that in a, mm. since college. Since you know, he has that yeah. in in, uh, in Jarvis. Yeah. These are guys who I mean are thickest thieves, are like brothers. Families hang out. I mean they are as close as close gets. Mm. And so I think he'll be that calming factor that will be able to keep Odell in check and understand, hey look man, this is for this is for all the marbles. This is like we need you right yeah. now. Like Let's go. And I think they're going to feed off each other and just the energy that I feel like I'm going to be able to see with that offense, man. So excited to watch that. I can't wait. Mm. Finally, though, um, speaking of uh, energy on offense, where he came from, uh, so the Giants seem to be sticking with Eli Manning. Yeah. Uh, now I was, I was. He, he got some. He got some. He got film or something on somebody in New York. <laughs> I mean, he was yes. in my draft class. Like he's about forty years old. He ain't really made a play in a while. I know he won two Super Bowls. Oh, they can never man. take that. They they will never take that from us. Oh. But I tell you what, man. So he I was gonna ask why you there. think they're sticking with him, but I think we just got your answer. I mean, I I, I don't know. It, it makes no sense. And now I'm hearing they don't want Dwayne. Hatch Haskins, he's not their kind of guy is what I'm hearing. So it's looking like they're not going to go with a quarterback again. He's not 42. Um, But what could it possibly hurt just to draft the next guy? Like, why are they so blocked on the fact that there has to be a next guy? I think think they feel as though to to not, I don't want to say ruffle any feathers with Eli, um, because I, I mean, you got to be oblivious to the world and not think as a 38-year-old quarterback going into your 16th season at some point, 
it's, it's going to be time for somebody else, right? right. Like you got to be oblivious to life to to not understand like that. Like it, it should be a, it should be but, a concern for his family. But, that yeah. he but you heard Ben that. say, you heard Ben Roethlisberger say, who was in that same draft too. Mm-hmm. Like if they draft this dude, Mason Rudolph, I think was yeah yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not teaching him nothing. Yeah yeah. Like, well, Ben, yeah. I, I, we could do a whole podcast on Ben. But I'm just <laughs> I, I say that to say like Eli has to know at some point that the next guy is is getting ready to be his turn. But it should also, be ben, in there. ben is playing at a high level still. So I, even yeah, though sure. I do ben think that it's wrong, a, he said that he's level. still playing at a high level. Eli is not. Yeah, but to me. It, I don't even know if it falls on Eli. I think it just falls on that front office. I think they're disillusioned. I mean, mm-hmm. I, they they got to be tripping because no, it, when I watch Eli him. play, when I watch Eli play, like he looks like Jared Goff looked in year one. Yes. Like he looks scary. Yes, yes. He, he looks, looks scary. like he one looks, of those blow up for uh, every wiggle hit. guys outside yes. of the And he's never been very, very mobile. I can't remember. Yeah, Eli, Eli to me, man. Like he, he has two rings and he'll probably be a Hall of Famer too. But man, he just... I don't know. If you know his last saying, name wasn't Manning, man, I don't Ooh. know if we'd be making all this. No, type no, 100% no. That's yeah. 100% no. That has yeah. to play a Fresh role in it. Miss. It just yeah. doesn't, it, it doesn't all add up. It's going to be interesting. Well, thank you for joining us. This was no fun. Problem. Lots of good insight you. there. Absolutely. Next time I got to get a short sleeve shirt on. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in here sweating coming out with the casual stuff. Y'all all looking good. We should have like an outfit just for people to change into. Absolutely. I'm in here sweating. Sweating It is very warm in here. We apologize. But I am having a blast. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, next time we have you on, we'll be a warning ahead of time that you can bring, you know. Yeah, please. Bring your casuals. <laughs> please. <laughs> Maybe I'll take that water now. I, I turned the water down earlier. But I'm hot. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate it. We about to turn up in this What am I winning or quitting today? NBA All-Star Russell Westbrook is currently trailing the Blazers 3-1 in the first round of the playoffs and doesn't want to talk about it or stop shooting. Now OKC is facing their third first round elimination in three years. Joy, Russell Westbrook is too stubborn to win an NBA championship. Win it or quit it. I, you know what? I think I gotta, I gotta win it. <sighs> I gotta win it, I'm and happy, that doesn't but also change. Sad. It doesn't change how I feel about Russell Westbrook because Russell is one of my favorite players in the NBA, if not my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I know that kind of contradicts my whole like I like winning thing, yeah. but I also like being entertained, right. and he is an entertaining player. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think that what's happening is taking away from him as a as a overall uh, player. Like I think he's going to come back next year and have a relentless regular season, and I, he may average another triple double. But what's happening in the playoffs for Russell is is pretty bad. Like you can't have this many first round exits and yeah. still be in the conversation. I, with the with the best in the league, like and and unfortunately he's going up against Damian Lillard, who is just balling right now and, and ultimate teammate. He's he's not he's not wasting time because Russell Westbrook's talking about making the right play, and that's why he's passing the ball and moving around. He's there. The passes aren't leading the points. His, you know, does that make sense? Well, to me? The, the the problem is everything that's happening on the court is really bad for Russ. Like he's he's averaging this postseason, he's averaging his lo- second lowest scoring average, twenty one point three points. Mm. His lowest field goal percentage, thirty six point three points. We all know what's happened to his free throw shooting. He was five for twenty one in game four, zero for seven, showing in the second half. That's the worst of his playoff career. 
And and a loss in game five will mean three straight first round eliminations, as I just said. Mm. So overall, like what's happening on the court is not good for Russ. But, you know, Russ is an athletic point guard who wasn't a traditional point guard in college but he is a point guard as we know mm-hmm. and he he's just slipped from being one of the top in the league and and uh, it's it's just obvious on the court but I don't think it takes away from Russ overall as a player because he's going to be a hall of famer yeah and he has made it to a finals and he's being compared a lot to Allen Iverson and I kind of am starting to agree like I really so, I'm seeing a lot of parallels in their career and also in their persona like Russ is whatever happens in the postseason with Russ and whatever happens for the rest of his career. He's an athletic point guard. As we know, athleticism diminishes. Mm-hmm. That's not you. Then you have to have a skill. Right. And that the league is getting away from overall athleticism in general. It's becoming right. more of a skill and finesse game. Three pointers. Which is why people are a little bit hesitant about Zion Williamson because they want him to develop a skill because in college he is relying on his athleticism, right. which only works for a certain amount of time. You can have success, but not sustained success because that's going to diminish over time, as we know. But to me, Russ is still still important to the culture. Like Russ's defiance, he's the villain. And I don't know if this speaks to, to what's wrong with me, but I, I, I like I root for the bad guy. I need a strong villain. Yeah. Like, if you can say whatever you want, the reason why the Batman series are good is because the villains are awesome. Big facts. Big facts. Let me know when I lie. No. Yeah. You have to have different characters and different storylines, and they can't all be great guy on the great teammate, mm. and we all just get along Steph and love Curry, each other, baby. and we make out. all of our shots and cute really little dances <laughs> yeah. after we make our shots from half court. We can't all be the same, okay? Right. There's no two people alike. Therefore, there's not going to be any two athletes alike. There's yeah. going to be similarities. Kobe Bryant was compared to Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kobe Bryant is anything like Michael Jordan. Did they have similar uh, playing styles? Sure. But Kobe is very much Kobe, and MJ is MJ. Yes. Okay? At the yes. end of the day, those two are different for many, many reasons we mm-hmm. don't even have to start listing. Okay? Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook. He He's he's defiant. He's unapologetic. He wears crazy outfits to games. He kind of started that whole thing. Yeah. He gets into it with fans. He doesn't want to answer Barry Trammell's questions. Like he has his own, he has his own identity within the culture, right. and I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, I'm no, okay the, with it. The more you talk, aside from getting into it with the fans, the more I see the similarities between him and he and Allen Iverson. Like a guy who's important to the culture, changed the dress code in a weird in a weird way. Fundamentally, De- definitely all to himself and a, a lot of a stat guy, but. Allen Iverson found his best season when Larry Brown came in, and I say that to say a lot of the problems with Russell Westbrook and how he's a player right now is OKC's fault and the Thunder's fault and how they've put that that whole team together. Because right now, an all-star in Paul George isn't even showing up in the playoffs, and Paul George being called Playoff P is one of the biggest jokes slash like reverse like reverse curse things ever in the NBA. Because what does he do in the playoffs? Thank you for that wonderful transition, okay. Brandon. Yes. Because I do think that another element to this situation with Russell Westbrook that is getting completely overlooked is the Oklahoma City front office mm. and Billy Donovan, for that matter, are just it, never mentioned in this entire concoction. Right. Like they got they got Paul George, mm-hmm. which is great. Okay, does this all fit? 
Is it working? When you look at the Oklahoma City Thunder, are they built to beat the Warriors, the best team in the Western Conference that they're in? No, Mm-mm. not not really. Mm-mm. You also chose Russell Westbrook over Kevin Durant and over James Harden. You had yes. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, all on your team in Oklahoma City. And you squandered it. <sighs> yeah, well, you chose Russell Westbrook over Kevin Durant. That's clear. That's clearly the reason why Kevin Durant left. Because all this talk about, like, you know, he just wanted to go play with a winner. I don't think he did. I think he, there was clearly a division between Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. There's a style of basketball that he wanted to play that was that Russell Westbrook is incapable of playing, clearly. No, I think that Russell would be capable of playing the style of basketball that would would translate to winning in Oklahoma City if when he had come into the league there was an established voice that would guide him that he respected he's not just some That's like fair. maniac he mm-hmm. has been enabled to to have this kind of control over the organization which i mean you give that kind of power to most people 99% of people are going to do what they want with it. That's uh, LeBron has. Yeah. It just so happens that LeBron's the best player in the NBA for the past 15 years. So he's he's been able to push that in the right direction. And even he still needed help. And he still needed Pat Riley to sit there and be like, no, this is what we're going to do in order to get rings. Well, Russell Westbrook has proven that he doesn't take anyone's advice. But and I'm that's, saying, that's, why that's, that's, would he at this point? He's not going to change at this point. And who created that situation? Oklahoma City. After getting bounced so, out in the first round, so, you think so you some changes would happen. Rant, you don't have you don't have James Harden, so they they, they couldn't sign James Harden. Mm-hmm. So they traded him for Jeremy Lamb and Kevin Martin, and some draft picks that turned into Stephen Adams. They weren't going to give him max money. Yo, Kevin okay. Martin got buckets though. Okay, I, I believe you. That two, those two names <laughs> scored. They traded baskets. Reggie Jackson and Kendrick Perkins for Ennis Cantor, Steve Novak, DJ Augustine, mm-hmm. and Kyle Singler. Reggie Jackson's good too. Um, they traded out. Baca for Victor Lodipo, Sabonis, and Eva Slova. Uh, I mean, and they traded Lodipo and Sabonis for Paul George, which would be a good trade, except for it's it's not translating into any winning. Yeah. So th- so they have not put together a team, and they have lost great players. Like I don't think it it, it should go unmentioned that. What the, what Sam Presti and Billy Donovan have done there? Not that it's been a disaster; like they are no. competitive. Yeah. But it's like this is not all Russell Westbrook. No, Russell Westbrook arguably has been so good, and the winning has come from him being so good that it is shadowed and covered up a lot of these terrible front office moves. I, I mean, since OKC's been OKC, right? Um, all right, what's next? The Celtics and the Bucks did the right thing and swept their opponents while the Sixers, the Raptors, and the Trailblazers look to win their first round playoff matches tonight. I'll put my Miss Cleo hat on and say, Joy, the Bucks Celtics series will have more games than the Eastern Conference Finals. Quit it or quit it. Mm. Hmm. 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 That's interesting. I wasn't mm. expecting that question. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Talking about the games. Um. No, I'm going to quit it. I think the Eastern Conference Finals go seven also, and I think the Bucks and Celtics go seven. Okay. So, um... Okay, okay. Wait, wait. Am I quitting it? So it's more because it's even? I don't know. Uh, yeah, the sorry, point is, I'm yeah, very... Yeah. It's a push. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited for Bucks and Celtics. Yes. I think Sixers-Raptors is going to be really fun, too. Yeah. But... It's more It's more exciting because of the drama. The, like, they're the, just the, weird players. The Bucks and players. Celtics, man, like, it's all this talk about ignoring mm-hmm. um, Milwaukee all season long. And, I mean, they sweep the Pistons, which, like, whatever. That was a bore fest. We all know that. Like, we're just... That's good. Okay. Sorry about that. We're moving on. No, sure. We're moving on. No, yeah. The Celtics 
the Celtics have everyone this year. Mm-hmm. So this is a big test for Brad Stevens because yeah. it's like you have everybody here. He's supposed to be like the whiz kid of the NBA. Yeah. Like you need to beat the Bucks. Yeah. You need to. Like this is this is nothing less than a failure if the Celtics get knocked in the second round. I don't want to hear it because the Bucks have been ignored all season long and Giannis has a good team around him, and they should be able to to match up with them and take them down. So you think the pressure is more on the Celtics? 100% is more on the Celtics. 100%. If Milwaukee gets knocked in the second round, it might be like, yeah, maybe Giannis can't really carry a team, but is people are people really going to bang on Giannis? No, they're not. The, Cel- the pressure is 100% on the Celtics, and that's why I find this this series to be fascinating. I can't wait for it. But if they lose to the Bucks, that's losing to the best regular season team and a team that has put up all kinds of statistics of the greatest point differential in in a sweep beating the Pistons just now like these are that's a real team uh-huh. and still that's been completely ignored and, and completely completely undervalued yeah. all season long the Celtics have Kyrie and Brad Stevens Gordon, Gordon Hayward, Hayward. like it's, it. yeah. it's Boston I'm telling you all of the pressure is on Boston if if they don't make this happen it's going to be a big, big deal. I'm really excited for it. And we have Warriors Rockets in the second round. Again. The second round's likely going to be better than the fi- than the conference finals. <sighs> yeah. Like you said on the herd, it's more basketball, more good basketball. So, obviously, it's going to be... Yeah, because I was looking at the second round last year. There was no interesting games outside of the Rockets-Warriors right. in the second round last year. Right. No, it's it's definitely going to be uh, really exciting. And the Warriors-Rockets is going to go seven as well. Hopefully, everybody just remains healthy so we can get through that. Why are you looking like that? Well, Boogie's already hurt, but I got you. Yeah. Everyone else. Who's left? I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I'm mostly I'm talking about the Rockets. I'm not even talking about the Warriors. Yeah. 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 It's, I'm interested in seeing Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons figure it out versus Kawhi Leonard, who who called him uh, Michael Jordan? Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins. Perk. Kendrick Perkins likened uh, Kawhi Jordan, Leonard to Jordan-like. Jordan-esque. You know, gets to his spot. I've never heard that comparison before. It's not bad. I don't like anyone being compared to Michael Jordan. Okay, you know so that, but. the I am interested in that series as well. Obviously, yeah. like I think that the Raptors are gonna are gonna make it to the the um, Eastern Conference Finals. I actually think they're gonna make it to the finals. Spurs Blazers is like a toss up the entire time if yeah, the Spurs come out. We're just giving to the Spurs. I mean, game by game, Spurs Nuggets. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, that's the what we're all thinking. <laughs> It would be interesting Ashley's if there weren't a bunch of other interesting stuff. All of us down. I actually think it's more interesting if the Spurs win. It's definitely more interesting. Cool. Um, obviously, we know it's pretty much going to be the Blazers. So I'm 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 rooting for the Blazers because I don't think that they're getting the credit that they deserve. Yeah. I really actually think going into that series, everyone was like kind of feeling like it was going to be more competitive than it's yeah. turning out to be. Or OKC okay, just wins. It's, it's yeah. like maybe yeah. it's time we just admit that the Blazers are a way better team than. The Thunder. Like, everyone's putting this on, on Russell Westbrook being terrible. Like, Blazers actually have a really, really good team. Yeah. CJ McCollum's have, been awesome. Yeah. And his canter's been huge for them. Mm-hmm. But they actually just have a better team. Yeah. Former oh. Thunder player in his well, canter. You know. Oops. Whoopsies. Blood some, water. Some, some, some things. Hear ye, hear ye. Odell's petty. Um, he would like some props from the New York football giants, and he's not getting it. Stop making noise. And uh, the people on Twitter, um, which is a dangerous place, yes, uh, are you know are talking bad about him. He's responding, and he wants to make one thing clear: is that he wants to win. One fan uh, labeled him a locker room cancer, which is very mean. Yes. And Odell responded, "Ask any one of my teammates who of who I w- was as a teammate and a man and a person. Yes, I am a cancer to a place that's okay." with losing because I want to win that bad. You're absolutely correct. 
Uh, now, Odell's interactive with fans, so I'm fine with that. You can, you can choose to, you know, read mentions or not. Right. But I do think that Odell is going to have an I mean, he clearly does have an issue with the way the, Giant, the Giants handled everything. Yeah. There's been some talks about him, you know, not necessarily being happy with the trade. Right. But I think it's more of the pride thing in the mm-hmm. trade. Like, obviously, yeah. New York over Cleveland. New York. Every day of the week. But... Maybe not so much football wise, but that's that's kind of hard to grasp around mm-hmm. when you're not playing football right now. So right. I can see where he would have some sort of uh, you know negative emotions towards the whole situation, mm-hmm. the way that the, the the Giants exited him. However, very soon he's going to see that is the best thing that ever happened to his career because I really think he's going to have a huge year this year, and whether it's Amen. with the Browns or not. And and the Giants are a disaster. Like as we talked about, they're still sticking with Eli Manning. Like nothing is changing. Nothing is changing. And I think uh, I think a lot of what went on with Odell and the Giants was unfortunate for Odell. Like he kind of got painted into this not team guy and a right. diva, and you know he did his share of things to participate in Theatrics. that. Sure, but you need that. And it, sh- it yeah. really should have been embraced and encouraged in a positive way as opposed to being looked at as he's a problem or he's the culture problem. No, 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 no. The culture problem is you don't have a quarterback. Yeah. That's the culture problem. Mm-hmm. So I It kept I me get watching it. Giants games all season long. I, outside of Saquon, like, you watch because you don't want to catch that Odell highlight at the end. You right. want to see it live. Right. It's a big difference. No, he he was huge for that team and huge for their brand, and it's they're going to take a hit this year with him not being there. But – uh, overall, he's in the right place that he needs to be in, and I'm I'm excited about the Browns this year. I do understand where he's coming from in that he like wants some props from the Giants, right. but sometimes you're just not gonna get that. So the best, you know, best revenge is to win. Woo! It's time for Hockey Loki. All right, Hockey Loki. Hockey. I don't know. Loki. Just get to it. We'll get it. Hockey. Shaq has a big podcast. He does. Loki, he's making suggestions for the Lakers on it that I do not approve of. Um, we love Shaq. Everybody does. Yes. But he Diesel. he thinks that the Lakers should be going after Kobe or Jerry West. I don't know what the Lakers are doing. Okay? I don't understand. Here's my thing on franchises and doing... What's wrong with your microphone? Everything it's, all right? It's making noise. I, I just... Just don't touch it. Go ahead. We're good. Uh, when you're building your franchise, yes. okay, when you're building a culture, when you're building uh, a, an environment that grows winning... Right? Yes. My grandmother had a beautiful garden. Right? Mm. Beautiful garden. Fun All fact for Joy. Fun fact yeah. for Joy. Green thumb. Yeah. Rest in peace, Grandma Violet. Um, she, she, she loved flowers, okay, and plants and all kinds of things that grow out of the ground. I can't keep a succulent alive, all right? <laughs> but <laughs> that the, one doesn't require a lot of Any water, good gardener guys. will tell you yeah. that it all starts with the soil. Mm. Okay? <laughs> it's all about the foundation, the root. All right, that's how you build things that are successful. I don't know why I'm using country accent right now. But it just sounds like I'll be giving a speech. (laughs) Like George H. Bush. uh, You know, a bunch of a bunch of young men will be listening to. Okay. Um, The point is, you put the seed in the ground Mm -hmm. and you give it the soil and the water, and then it grows. Okay. So what's the foundation here for any? uh, Well, you don't do it the opposite way. You don't put the grown plant upside down into the ground. All right. The point is. If you want a successful franchise or a successful business or a successful relationship or a successful friendship, okay, or yeah. whatever, yeah. all right, you have to start with the foundation. And that's not the players. That's not the uh, building, okay? It's not the color of your jerseys. Okay. It's the ownership and the front office. The people that make all the decisions for everyone else, they have to be solid. So 
build that first. This they're hiring the coach first. But what did Shaq and, say? And, and they're talking about like like Kobe. Kobe is not the answer. All right. First of all, Kobe is not doing okay. this. All right. The Golden Mamba is untouchable. He is not going to see what just happened to Magic. And then be like, I'm going to go and take that same path. All right. Mm -hmm. I very much believe that Kobe likes being in the background. Whatever doing, whatever dealings on he has with the Lakers go through Palenka. Okay. You just saw that keeping it in house, Luke Wallen and Magic did not work. So why are we going to do the same thing? Dig up the old dirt and start something new. Stop keeping it in the family. Like you need to bring in people that have experience and a and, and, and a and a a long resume of success building a successful franchise from the top. Okay? Stop running this mom and pop operation. Build it up. Get rid of everything else and build it up. And your seed, you've already got it. It's this amazing bean. Okay. Put it in the ground. LeBron James. Boom. Okay, but what championship is championship tree. We I don't know if we've said this yet. What is Shaq? Suggesting Shaq said the Lakers should be going after Kobe or Jerry West. That's not, I mean, Jerry West is a great idea because he, he right Jerry across West the street. is 80 years old. Mm-hmm. Jerry West's son is in the organization. If you're trying to to not do any more of the inside Lakers stuff, okay, okay, that's not the move to do. And I'm right. not saying that Jerry West wouldn't be good at that job, I'm just saying long term, Jerry West is not the answer. So, what is it that you're trying to do? Because you're, try- you're, you're, you're interviewing Jason Kidd. He was just interviewed by uh, Kurt Rambis and Rob Palinka. Kurt Rambis is new, though. He's not affiliated with the Lakers at all. He played for them. <laughs> exactly. Um, you're talking about Monty Williams, mm. okay? So you're bringing in outside things, right, for the, for the head coach. Because for, for some reason, Ty Lue, who has a championship, who has a relationship with LeBron James, who is the most important factor in all of this, although everyone's completely lost their mind and forgot that, so what is it that you're doing? There's absolutely no direction. There's no direction whatsoever with the Lakers. I understand what Shaq is saying, but Kobe's not taking that job, so that's just that's uh, that's a no go. And yeah. I don't think that Jerry West is the long term answer in that situation either. Build it from the bottom, like like figure out what 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 do all these other organizations around the league do that makes them successful? The Lakers have a long storied history of success. How is it all this chaos? Um, all right, so high key, uh, Clay Thompson is a genius. And low-key, uh, no thanks on on his moves. So for the first three games of the playoffs, Clay Thompson was 4 of 12 from 3. Mm. Very unlike Clay. Yes. Um, and so he had to return to the source of his power, which was, of course, the water. Uh, he said, Jonas and I went to the beach and played some volleyball. Okay, I just want to pause real quick. Why are you playing beach volleyball in the middle of your playoff run? Could you imagine that headline? Clay Thompson twists his ankle out for the rest of the playoffs playing beach volleyball. I don't know of a lot of people that have sustained injuries via beach volleyball aside from you've us tried. standing on hot ass sand you've for tried. multiple hours. I've seen you dive sideways blister. through the air and miss a ball. I'm just saying I don't know if the, I don't know I don't know if I don't know if this one of those high impact things to do that will affect you. And also Clay Thompson I imagine has a lot of time on his hands. I'm not worried about it. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Um, so Jonas and I went to the beach and played some volleyball. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, I'm just going to jump in the ocean. And I just know that will reset my mind. And it worked. And I, I actually, I think it's genius because the ocean in the bay is cold as f***. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Yeah. I mean, Pacific Ocean in general. I think this was in L.A. Ooh. Well, either way. He's playing Clippers. It's also Pacific cold. Ocean. It, it's I, very I've, cold. Never, I've never been in the water here. It, it is refreshing You got to reset your mind. Yeah. You got to yeah. reset your mind. My go ahead, reset, fine. Joy. Joy. I, I like Joy. my mind just, just... Put a shower cap on and go reset. Yeah. Hey, it has nothing to do with my hair. I'm just saying. 
saying. I'm just saying. I'm, look, I'm looking at your head. I'm just saying. Let's, let's, let's keep it that way. Put this book out there. there. Okay. First of all, it's a swimming cap that I would wear. What I say? A shower cap in the ocean is not going to do me any favors. Okay. It's just going to slide off my head, and there'll be more plastic in the ocean than there already is. You don't have to put your head on there. Yeah, I'm not kinda, getting in the water out here. It's freezing. We should do that. We should it's all the entire do it. points. We should anyway, all do he scored 42 points uh, combined in the first three games and scored 32 in game four. And we should not all do that because I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not getting in the water. It just looks like there's sharks in there. Not where you get, not where the dipping part is. Just What's lay down. Go shallow part? and lay down. It's cold. There's nothing enjoyable about cold water. What are we in prison? If we if we if we go to, if we go back to the beach on one of those hot days like you pick y'all pick for the beach day, I'm sure that water feels just fine. I did not touch the water that day. I know it was too far away. You burn your feet off it's trying to get so there. It's so far. It is far. That's a lot of sand. There's so much sand it's a lot here. Of, it's, a lot of sand. it's very different. I I like Miami water. It's nice and warm. Okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Is, you, you can sit in all day. You know people in it. You just smell the people. You smell the people in the water. There are a lot of people in that water though. Mm-mm. But the, I would prefer. This is a very rare occasion where I prefer uh, people over animals and that's one of them because there's definitely sharks in the water out here it just looks treacherous i can't see i can't see right there i can't see what's in the water right there it's right there it's two feet away right there i can't see it that's why you gotta be quick get in there get out dip it in come right out no thank you anyway it worked for for, worked for clay all right finally avengers week is here in game adventure in game yeah um are you watching here what do you mean by watching here where are you gonna oh i'm sorry at work finish your thing no, finish your thing. You, you, I, I cut you, off. you got to do the hikey Loki. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, the answer is no. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, so it's also draft week. Yes. Draft week! Yay! The draft games. Meat and potatoes. So mm. we're going to do a Marvel draft. Woo! All right. This is how it works. Let's get our game faces on. All right. We're in the draft room. Okay. Do you have your notes? Do you have I, these? I have, I, have the, I have the notes, but I also want to say this is riddled with movie character Marvel people. Just wanted to throw it out there. What do you mean? This is movie kids. A lot of movie character Marvel. And there's a lot of them there. I'm just saying. I don't see like I didn't glance. I didn't see like Gambit. You know what I'm saying? Squad, mm. squad, New Orleans native. You know what I'm saying? But but you live in the Marvel movie world, so let's do this. No, 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 no. no. Listen, what? first of all, what? these are all Marvel characters. I know okay? they are. And you and Heller chose not to participate in the note getting. I, I looked at so I saw I saw whatever, these. Whatever, I have the one going to add whatever more. Whatever characters you have is what you're going to get. I got okay? you. I got you. So that's fine. All right, this is how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. All right? Don't cheat. No prep. All I'm right? looking at the thing. You get okay. five characters. Okay. All right, you get three heroes, two uh, villains. Three heroes, two I villains. I would prefer three villains. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do uh, paper, rock, scissors. Okay. See who goes first. Yes. Ten seconds on the clock. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's how you say it. It's paper, yes. rock, scissors. Paper, rock, scissors. Not rock, paper, scissors. Y'all get out of here. It's paper, rock, scissors. Just stop yeah. it. And Rosham who? Okay. okay. All right, All right ready? Paper, rock, scissors. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I gotta get my zen. Can I start right. the clock now. Or? No, no, no. We gotta decide who goes first. Wait, wait, I gotta think about what you're gonna do. I know. Okay, I got it. <sighs> okay, I got it. All right. Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Boom! Ah! I she knew that I, I thought. Never lost. I knew I she thought. Never lost no, the game she in thought. No, she thought. She knew. For the, listen, for, the, for those, she, she knew. She knew that I thought she would put the rock because she was gonna come heavy with the rock. So I went the paper. For, for those listening, knew that she was on top of that, and then went with yeah. the rock myself. Never myself. had a chance. Yeah, for those, I can for those read just your listening mind. to this podcast, Joy won with scissors over paper because scissors cut paper. Go ahead. Continue. Yes. I've never Thank lost. No, I've yeah. never lost a game. Okay, you won. Now go, go first. I, it's, I'm serious though. It's very important for life. I've never lost a game. You never lost a game in Paper Scissors? Never. Now, nah, series. You've lost series. Undefeated. Are you gonna be honest with me? You the first person I lost to in Paper Scissors. To be no, honest, if, you, if we being honest, if we being completely honest, never lost. That never happens. I don't know what to do right now. 
Never go, list. go. I'm Never tired list. of this. Go. Right. Nah, I'm I already over this game. All right, ready? Who got the clock? I'm so mad. I can't yes. believe I lost. What, 10 she seconds? threw out scissors. I knew she was going to throw. And then, oh. yeah, you know anything. Because I always know. Are okay, you ready? So are you, you're, you're taking first pick. Yes. The clock, the 10 second clock, that's correct? Yes. Starts now. Okay. Um. Oh, okay. Duh. Obviously. All right. Captain Marvel. Are you ready? You're on the clock. Go. Ready? Go. Um. Thor. All right. Um, ready? Go. Black Panther. Hello? Go. Clock's on you, B. Oh, shoot. I was supposed I to mean, do a villain. Honestly, oh, yeah. Wolverine. We got two villains in a row now. Go oh! Did I, you, I did Wolverine. Or? I did Wolverine Three, you said it. Two, okay. Wolverine? Yeah, Wolverine. All right. Uh, Clock's on you, Okay, I need a villain. Mm, mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Five, four, <laughs> three. Magneto. Magneto. Magneto, Joy. Don't give you. You're going to get me mad already. Thanos. What you doing? Thanos. I mean, he's so obviously going to get defeated. All right. Uh, another villain. Um, this is so... So two villains in a row, right? Yes. Uh, I'm going... Three, two, one. Killmonger. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm right. the juggernaut. <laughs> Easy. You, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, you got Juggernaut. Okay. Juggernaut. Okay. All, right. All right, last hero. Ten seconds. Last hero. All right. Um, Three. Iron Man. Go. Brandon. I'm not going to flex their real name, but Storm. What's her real name? You got five seconds left. Uh... Uh, or uh, Princess or uh, Queen or something. Yeah, you weren't flexing anything. Damn, weird flex, but nah. All right, let's read back. Um, <laughs> okay, I yeah. really were, I, I, I said I wasn't going to flex. Why y'all making flex? I was trying not to flex. All right, nope. so <laughs> my squad uh, my squad is deep and also respects the culture. Um, oh my gosh. I've got Captain Marvel, so I win. Uh, Black Panther, Iron Man, Killmonger, and Magneto. Well, let me, let me, let me collect my things. Actually, I know our Thor... Wolverine, the Juggernaut, Thanos, and Storm is like honestly just a demo like what a force to be reckoned no, with. No, I win. All right, so we're gonna put this all together and let you guys uh, vote on it. But, but yeah, let me let me let me get you. What do you. Obviously, I win. This is not. This is no. You have Killmonger on it. He is American. <laughs> Most of mine are what, aliens what have, or what from have, Africa. What have we ever lost at? Okay. Lucifer Power Rankings. Lucifer Power Rankings. These are the losers of the week. All right. Steve Kerr. Mm -hmm. Steve Kerr has got his bow tie in a bunch over Westbrook's media approach of saying uh, next question to yes. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma. So if you haven't seen, um, Russell Westbrook has no interest in answering Barry Trammell's questions no matter what they are, how elaborate, how short, how long, um, how in-depth, it doesn't matter. Uh, he is going to say next question. Um, it actually has started a long time ago. It started in 2015. Um, he's avoided, was avoiding his questions, and he told him he just doesn't like him. And then in 2017, he told uh, Stephen Adams, uh, hold up. And then he's now doing next question. So this is not a new thing. So everyone thinks this is like complainy right. attitude, Russ. This has been a thing. Because they're losing. Um, maybe. Right. This doesn't... Uh, there's no active reason why he doesn't like Barry Trammell. He's not publicly has been admitted. So some people feel like he just created this beef. I imagine Barry Trammell did something to upset well, him. Like he, he, I think he was the editor of the uh, Mr. Unreliable Why would he headline. care about that, though? That's why it's so weird. It was, it was literally, that was the beginning of him disliking this, this Barry Trammell guy was from the Kevin Durant headline. Right. Well... Yeah, but I don't think that that's the reason why now, because mm -hmm. Kevin Durant's not there. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, Steve Kerr took uh, 
objection to this. He said, I don't think it's a healthy dynamic. We have to be very careful as a league. We're in a good place right now. Very popular. Fans love the game, social dynamic, the fashion. But more than anything, they love the connection they feel to the players. You've got to feed information to the fans. It's dangerous when you go down the path of no communication. Um, And I hadn't thought of it until just now, but I think I'll add this to uh, my opinion about it. Um, First of all, uh, I completely disagree. This is Russell Westbrook. This is all Russell Westbrook's personality, okay? He's clearly been doing this for years, Mm -hmm. so ain't nothing new about it. Now, people are getting very upset because Paul George also said next question, so it's like, oh, he's affecting other players. Soon the entire league will stop talking to the media. We'll all lose our jobs and the world will end. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, And I know people are surprised because I'm in the media, but I don't defend the media. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we're nerds, and the sooner you admit that, the the better everything's going to be for everybody, okay? We are not important. We are the vessel of information Mm -hmm. from one person to another. Um, We are paid to cover people at the highest level of athletic competition, 1% in the world. So just relax on the whole whole thing. So he's still talking to the media. He's just not not answering Barry Trammell's questions because he chooses not to. He's still doing media appearances mm-hmm. and all of his obligations. He's just not answering his questions. I don't think it's the end of the world. I think like saying it's dangerous is a, a little melodramatic. But Fair. I, I think Steve Kerr should probably also pay attention to the fact that Kevin Durant has had quite a few little tussles with the media this year. One or two, yeah. which I also have no problem with. But he's just he's been extra transparent. And then gotten up out of there. He right. hasn't. He hasn't withheld. He hasn't withheld anything, anything yes. but he's certainly gotten into it with the media. Yeah. And I, I don't have any problem with it because Kevin Durant cannot talk about his impending free agency. So I don't even know why he continues to be asked about it. He can't say anything. If he says anything, that's going to be the entire focus of the of the postseason. It'll completely take away from the championship run. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't say anything, then he's not being cooperative with the media. He can't win. So I don't care what he says to the media because it's obnoxious. He can't say anything. So he should never even be asked the question. It's stupid. So I'm on KD's side, just as I'm on Westbrook's side in this situation. But I would like for everyone, while they're being so bothered by... Russell Westbrook's lack of answering questions to a media member being rude or saying, you know, abrupt things to keep that same energy for Greg Popovich. Mm. You gonna bring up Pop in this? I mean, look, I have a lot of respect for Popovich. He's the most, the winningest coach in NBA history. He's Shines a legend up. and he's woke and who doesn't love Pop? But let's not pretend like Pop isn't notorious for his interactions with reporters. Yeah, and you have... 30 seconds, maybe, tops, to ask him a halftime question or a mid-game question, it's not going to be some enlightenment session with the Dalai Lama. Like, you have a a quick question, you get a quick answer. It's always difficult. He's notorious for it. I don't have any problem with it because it's become a thing. But why is that okay and just accepted? And then when, when Russell Westbrook is consistent with his not answering a question, it's the end of the world. Just keep the same energy all around. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Pop has championships, though. But I figure. So you can just beat when you're yeah. an elitist? You can get yeah. away with something? I don't know. No one, I mean, people are on the same side as you. I, I feel that. Popovich has never averaged a triple-double. Mm. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, Russell Westbrook's uh, single-handedly killing the triple-double, but that's uh, okay, another story. Maybe. But all I'm saying is just keep the same energy all around. I don't fair. have a problem with Popovich is doing. I don't have a problem with Westbrook. I don't have a problem with Kevin Durant. I keep the same energy. I'm about consistency. Okay, because it keeps it real. That's all I'm saying. All right. Next on the list of power ranking is fat shaming. We are not into fat shaming around here. Although I did fat shame Ryan Fitzpatrick the other day. However, he admitted he was fat. 
So yes. it's different. And I'm not completely out on it. Motivation is motivation, but continue. Okay, here's here's what I'm really talking about. Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, was featured all over the internet in this ridiculous picture where he did not look like he was in shape. Not Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ezekiel Elliott. No, no, no. I'm talking about last week. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick yes. uh, admitted he's been eating a lot of birthday cake. Yes. Which is just so unacceptable on so many levels. Just completely disrespect. This total, it's total disrespect to the game. Okay, like there's not that the much. Game. There's not that much good birthday cake in the world. Okay, I've eaten a lot of birthday cake. It's really, it's really not that serious. You no, don't do it because the problem with eating the birthday cake is you have to eat the birthday cake to be nice to the birthday you're at. I am aware of how of the etiquette of eating birthday cake. That's okay? why you have to eat it. Ask for a small piece. Be that person. <laughs> they don't. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I'm, I'm that saying, person. I've asked for a small People, piece before. I, they give me, you know me, they walk in there like, oh, you want this piece, Brandon? Oh, my God. I hate that. Why do they do that? It's like, it's like they give you this Eat overflowing up. plate of cake. Like, oh, thank you. Why, why are you. Of course I wanted. You trying to kill me? Four slight. I wanted an entire birthday cake to eat today <laughs> for sheet. lunch. I wanted a sheet and plate. It's my dream. It's my two-year-old dream come true. Thank you. Because, Anyways. Uh, it's, it anyway, he's an adult, okay? So yes. he can, he can, cons he can. He can say no. Curb his cake eating uh, obsession. Anyway, well, he has seven kids, so maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But Ezekiel Elliott was photographed, mm -hmm. um, likely with a photographing machine or a phone. Yes. Um, and low angle. it's a giant. It is low angle, mm -hmm. and it's he's wearing a giant shirt. Okay. It, yeah. By today's standards, most yes. people like the baby tees. Yes. Um, more fitted. Fitted. Yes. He has chosen to throw it a little bit back, not all the way, not like two thousand back, but right. like more like mm, two thousand six size. Oh, Lucy, it's like like when there's a tall tee and then there's a tall tee that was long too as well, like the wide tees. Right. It was it was a bit wide. Yes. Yeah. Wide so tees. anyway, it's not a flattering picture, and no. I don't I don't think he looks fat in it at all. It's no. just people are used to see him seeing him like run, running on the beach in Cabo. Yes. Now he had to respond by posting a picture on the scale and showing it and he's yeah. two pounds over his listed weight of course he is because yeah. he didn't even look that fat I wish the internet would just calm down with this thing and they did the same thing with Tony Romo Tony Romo wasn't fat okay Tony Romo was just brittle so he's running oh. around with a, a, a bubble wrap right. thing and he has certain shapes and he has certain creases that when it catches it don't look good it was not a great picture of Tony right. Romo yeah. it's pretty notorious alright and then you want to talk about this this hair braiding thing I, I've, I just I, I really well yeah this. I mean we're talking losers you know what I mean <sighs> I think as much as Russell Wilson won last week getting the contract, but also lost in the way he announced the contract. We all lost. We Yes, we all, as a collective, on Easter, on social media, lost when Russell Wilson passed by our feed, sitting as Sierra braided his hair, and now we got to listen to people talk about it. That's my only problem with it. Because we got to listen to people talk about Russell. Oh, Russell Wilson has a new uh, hairstyle. You guys want to see him have braids in the next game? I, I, that, that that conversation I'm done with. And then also, <laughs> Russell Wilson continuing this ruse that he is something that he is not or consistently has been up to this point. I'm, t I'm fed up with it. I'm tired of it. I feel like he's he's being funny. And Sierra's letting him go on with this little child, this little. I, I just, I don't. This voice. I just want to know what the voice is about, okay? The hood exchange voice. I, I just want to know what the voice is about, because it's not. We've, see, we've heard from Russell Wilson many times. He's done so many interviews. Now with all his money in his pocket, a I guess. Uh, maybe money changes you. <laughs> That's gotta be what it is. That's what it is. He's so dick. Money. 
so you frustrated. You suck this whole time. Comes in. He's been oh doing the customer God. service voice, and now he's paid, so he doesn't care anymore. So maybe uh, this is his real voice. Yes, instead of instead of chewing gum. Oh my God! Instead of chewing gum, he's going to he's going to have sunflower we seeds in the interviews. We solved it. Hello. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm having a wonderful day. Thank you so oh much God. for asking. Yeah. So I have this incredible problem. I wonder if you could help me with it. So unfortunately, my credit card has been charged twice oh for the God. same thing, but I only got one in the mail. Is there any way we could fix that? Oh my God, Sandra, you're so lovely. You have such a beautiful voice. Okay, thank you. No problem. I will wait. Thank you. That is the voice he's been Woo. doing all the time, and now he's paid, so he can just let it out. That was that was good. I mean, if y'all give me X amount of money, I'm not using articles at all anymore. I'm gonna sound like Groot or anybody. Sound like a Pokemon. Brandon Newman, Brandon Newman. Oh my God. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm so grateful that we did the story now because I think we figured it out. I I have too much money to sound like y'all anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's in the culture report? Late last week, Beyonce Giselle Knows Carter released a film on Netflix called Homecoming, a documentary featuring and showcasing her historic Coachella performance last year in a completely new way. Written, directed, and executive produced all by Queen Bay. Bay? B? Bay. B? Bay? I know, Beyonce? it was confusing because DJ Khaled said B Coachella. B Coachella. They were like, no, we're going to do Bay Coachella. It's Bay Coachella. I know. He was confusing, actually. The film is one of three projects from Beyonce exclusively coming from Netflix in a deal that will pay her around $60 million. Uh, the documentary reveals so much about the Miles Jack. I'm sorry. The Mike Jack of our generation. That's what Miles I call Jack. it. Miles Jack. You know, Miles Jack. Yeah, it should be Miles Jack. He's a good line. Yeah, 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 it's great. Yeah, exactly. Including her post-pregnancy diet that got her ready for the performance. No bread, no carbs, no sugar, no dairy, no meat, no fish, no alcohol. Nobody is worth that. No fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, go. Air she diet. did mention that she was very hungry. Yes, yeah. yes, all the time. Beyonce showcased uh, the recipe for doing the impossible sacrifice, determination, dedication, joy. What did you think of Beyonce's homecoming? Um, I thought it was it was the, the greatest performance I've ever seen in the history of time. Ooh. I don't I can't think of of a close second. Uh, everybody else is it, it's not even playing for second. It's like the, the it's like Beyonce and the others. I mean, I mean, it's Beyonce and everyone else on Earth. Four months rehearsing Literally, for sound. Four we, months for dancing. We don't deserve her as a human race. We did not do enough good things in our time here on Earth to deserve Beyonce. And she says she's not going to push herself that far. And I'm not even a person. Let me say this. I'm not a person that even has like Beyonce music in my phone. Like I'm not like a a huge. I'm not a part of the Beehive, but. Give respect when respect's due. Like Beyonce is the best performer of our generation. Like arguably, I mean, I might go ahead and throw her above above Mike Jack just because, like, you know what I mean. Or Miles allegations. Jack. You know what I'm saying. Also you know what I mean. Performer. Whatever it is. But Beyonce is literally the goat. She is a woman from Houston, Texas, and she said, "If my country ass can do it, anybody can." No, you're lying, Beyonce. They can't do it. They can only, try. Only we've seen other people try. We okay, can try. on that they stage with her. Okay, there's oh, only don't one. Do that. There's only don't one. Do that. There is only one Beyonce. I'm saying what everyone else is afraid to say, okay? (laughs) It's only one Beyonce. It was was absolutely mind-blowing. If you haven't seen it, you must watch it. Solange is glowing. uh, Amazing. Everything was amazing about it. I could go on forever. Um, In conclusion, everyone else uh, is over here. Like, there's no one even close to it. And you have to give her credit. It's just... The the thing about it is, is no one else could do that. It was an eight-month planning process nobody else nobody else yeah. would do that that's yeah. the difference right like yeah. that's the tiny bit that separates mm-hmm. it because it's everything yes it was just crazy to watch the dance um, steps were perfect to the point where they can 
spliced between two different weekend shows. It was like they did that. They did all that performing on air with no sound, and they said to the point where when the band was there, it was an actual performance. It was just entertainment for the people doing the steps. Right, right, exactly. Crazy. Crazy. I, I loved every second of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I just feel bad for anybody who has to perform this year because it's just... Yeah, I mean, Ariana Grande went out there, you know, rolled the ball out there, and, you know, we heard bad things. I don't, I don't know what I heard, but it wasn't, it wasn't Beachella. That's what I know. Oh no 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 no. There's there'll never, there'll never be anything like it ever again. Is it um, that said, I don't. I'm. I still don't want to go to Coachella. So I'm. I'm so <laughs> grateful. Like I'm more grateful for Beyonce for putting this masterpiece yeah. on Netflix. So I can walk with my couch right. and popcorn. Right. And actually have to be around other humans. Yeah. W- with the sweat. All right. Thanks for joining us today on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Thank you yes. to D'Angelo Hall, mm-hmm. uh, future coach of Alabama football. You heard, you heard it here first. Yeah. Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Um, make sure you go and subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube, Maybe yes. I'm Crazy. Follow Brandon Newman, Newman Show 99, myself, Please. Joy Taylor Talks. Um, make sure to share and like and comment. And Brandon will check the comments. I don't, I don't read it because I can't handle the negativity. You know? yeah. I'm soft, if you will. Well, no, it's just nice. so. people, people try to go extra hard. You know what? I have been, I'm not going to lie, I have been reading and commenting back. Grazing. And I have been grazing. Mm-hmm. Clapping back a little I've bit. I've been grazing. Mm-hmm. And the problem is it's just so natural for me yes. to focus on the clapbacks. Yes. It's like I can't, you know what I mean? It's such a slippery slope. Right. I think my biggest problem is I have nothing to say to positive feedback. Thank you. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything My for me. answer to the positive <laughs> feedback, if you do give us positive feedback, which yes. we appreciate, yes, please. we're telling you now, thank you, yes. thank you. We yes. do appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. We must defeat the trolls. It's, it's in us, okay? Like, it must be addressed. It's a part of our soul. Yes. Anyway, um, so thank you for joining us this week. We will catch you next week. And make sure you subscribe because Brandon Newman is going to have a draft update. I have just scheduled him for that. Uh, we have not discussed it, but he's going to do it. Uh, Friday morning, right? Okay. Is that fair? Is we're going to do that? We don't know yet? See you there. All right, yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> My guys. Catch you on the hill on Friday. <laughs> Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not.